Give and Take podcast with Brucey Chuff and Lush. Good evening, gentlemen. Where is Damon? We're a man down again. Damon. Damon, where are you? (laughs) Damon is on the shitter. The fot has the gastro. And he's done the right thing by steering clear of the studio tonight, so we thank him for that, but poor Fotty. So do you reckon that, of all three of us, you'd be the worst to have gastro? I know. It's my worst fear. 100% would be so the worst. So you'd clearly be the worst. By a mile. I reckon I could maybe handle it, but I wouldn't be good at it. If anyone could handle gastro, it's Damon. Why is that? Because he's just got he's just got he's got that iron stomach because he's put his body through that much <laughs> shit. Thirty five, literally, burgers. right? <laughs> was he, it twenty days? Like he he his body would be accustomed to being under pressure. And what would a normal person do if they got gastro chop in the morning? Uh, Stay go, home. Go from the bed to the toilet to the shower to the bed to the toilet all day, right? Yeah, home all day, hundred percent. This trooper has actually gone to work. <laughs> he's blasted rims all day. <laughs> all day. He's now, pay, he's now paying for it because we're getting updates. But he's paying for it because he had to stop the gastro. So what time do we get what time do we get the message, boys? I'm not I don't know. I reckon I can make it was late it afternoon. It was. Uh, so you did the agenda and then no, he was he was after that. No, he was. I reckon it was about three o'clock. It was two thirty. Yeah, I feel so shit. About three o'clock. Yep, two fifty. Right. But then, so he said that in the morning he was feeling shit. Like, and when gastro comes, it comes quick, right? Doesn't, Pretty much. Doesn't like you know, it's not a slow burn, and then yeah, no, it's once you feel it, it's like it's coming. So he then put up with it because he said he felt felt it in the morning. Mm. He put up with it all day. To blast a few rims. I hope those rims are the best rims <laughs> you'll ever see. Because for him to put himself through that torture, and you can imagine holding that shit in. So, he, yeah. Oh, he's, he's, he's getting into the painting and the powder coating of the rims now. So he's actually in an oven that he, I think he sends around about 270 degrees or something like that. <laughs> so you can only imagine... When you're feeling like dog shit and you're going in and out of basically an oven <laughs> to blast rims and then in between that you're running to the toilet to shit yourself. Could not think of anything worse. I tip my hat because there's not a God green, there's no way in God's green earth I would even attempt to do that. Luca. you got Luca an employee. Luca is Damon's cousin and he's the guy, he's the the heir to the Alliance Rim Repairs um, fortune. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Luca, if you're listening to this, <laughs> get in touch with us. Let us know. Were you aware that he had something going, something wrong in the morning and did you allow him to work the whole day? Are I, you that desperate? I reckon Loshi would have done it in silence. Yeah, see, that's the thing. If you until, didn't know, got, until he got fair to, enough. Yeah. But Luch, seriously, mate, when someone's on the shit that much and they're in that much trouble, you fucking send them home. Yeah. I, I reckon until home. about 3 o'clock when he messaged us is probably when he let him know, I reckon. <laughs> It's a fucking man. I, I had food poisoning the other week. That I couldn't move. Yeah. So how the fuck would I fucking blast rims? So we got an update just as we got in here, and we'll just muck around and asked if he's coming in, and we just got an update. It's of Loshi's back on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> I just went, you poor bastard. Gastro oh. stops probably not the right thing to do so early on in the piece. From what he's telling us, it's probably you know you wanted to probably get a bit more out. Yeah. Get get the get the. 
the poison out first. Yeah. Then you actually, I've had gastro before and I never never used the stopper because I just I was at home, so it's like get it out, just whatever. Like yeah, I can sit on the toilet all day. Get it if you like out somewhere maybe, but you shouldn't be out if you got gastro. You shouldn't nah. be out. Shouldn't be around people. You should just be at home. That's poor simple. bastard. Poor bastard. Anyway, we're thinking of you, Loshi. Thinking of you, Damon. And you know what? When you come back next week, we'll give you a slap. There's definitely a few few fan questions, and there's one in particular about playing cards and that. So thanks for writing that in, uh, whoever sent that in. But we're going to answer it next week because Losh is a big card collector. He collects NFL cards. He's a collector full stop. Yeah, he is. He's a little bit of uh, interesting. He's, he could basically... He's borderline hoarder, Yeah, right? that's what I was about to say. Because him, him and his wife, beautiful people, they do collect a lot of stuff. A lot of cool shit that you cool want stuff. as a kid. And that's why I'm never going to call them hoarders. <laughs> but... Like you're you're on the precipice. If you Put start going to the stuff where it's like, okay, it's you know, n- not anyone's cup of tea, but you're just trying to be out there, you may go into that hoarder mentality. But right now he's doing NFL jerseys, cards, old school vintage, vintage like stuff, sporting stuff, all cool shit. Put it this way: if I was a kid, wind back to my childhood between the ages of eight and twelve, I would love day one's house. See, if I brought my son to his house and he was old enough to like. See the shit yeah. He'd probably want to come home With a toy every single time Time he left there <laughs> So hopefully Damon, I'm sure Damon will give him one So that when all our kids Come over to your house You can give them a toy That's it That's it But well, Chop, It has been a very um, Uninteresting week Wouldn't you say <laughs> Jesus When you know that There's an incident That's occurred And it's bigger than a war And COVID Put together It's bigger than a war It's it, it has been portrayed Bigger than a war, pretty much, <laughs> because it has been trending on Twitter for the last 48 hours. Obviously, it's uh, Will Smith absolutely Twitter and everything. Sl- I had to delete Instagram. slapping the piss out of Chris the Rock like you've never seen before. So, did you watch it live? Uh, no, I watched it once Anthony sent us. He goes, check this out. And then my sister did it at the same time in the family chat. She goes, because oh, my sister was actually doing live crosses yeah. for the Oscars. And she, her live cross is so funny. She didn't know what to say because she was actually watching it and then they cut back to her and she's like... So they, when they cut back to her... She was like... Oh did they know what happened? Or they were oh, just they like, just saw what happened. They, they, I guess when it first happened, people thought it was just a part of the show because it just walked up and in so Ameri- casually. in America... They blocked out the swearing. They blocked out the swearing. Yeah. But the other feeds... Had it come so Australia, through. Australia had it coming through because my mum watched it at three or four o'clock in the afternoon, the replay, and it still had keep your effing wife's name, yeah, keep my effing wife's name out of your mouth. And she was she crossed, so she was like, "You've got to watch this." It's like she didn't, they thought it was a part of the show mm. until they heard him start swearing, and it got so fuck. Obviously, it got so fucking awkward in the second time when he says it, when he says it. Do you do you watch the Oscars generally? Oh. Uh, not as much, I can definitely see why they're saying like the viewership's trended down because I haven't really watched it properly in about four or five years. But I watched like just the main awards. So I can't remember if I've ever watched a, an Oscars, but I'd imagine it'd be boring, right? It'd be relatively boring to watch. I, I think if you've watched the movies that are nominated and you're generally interested to see how they go, yeah. But it's been a long time, I reckon, since. And there's always going to be one or two movies of the best movie categories that you've watched, right? Yeah. 
But I remember when these nominations this year came out. You hadn't seen any. I'd only saw one, and that was the one on Netflix, the one with Leo, right? The oh, yeah, yep. the, uh, the Don't ending. Look Up. Don't Look Up, right? I hadn't seen any others. Yeah. I've got to agree. I haven't seen them ever. And I got this notification today. I was on Twitter or something. 22 years ago today, Gladiator won Best Picture. Yeah, it's just, and, I, it's and I'll just probably bigger. be right in saying that in that category, in all the best movies for that year, I probably would have watched like nearly all of them. Yeah, I reckon the movies now that are in the in the best movie awards now are more those like art film, hundred percent shit, right? Hundred percent. Now every now and then you get a Wolf of Wall Street that gets in there because it's like it's an iconic movie, but it also is a good film. Yeah. But generally speaking, like. The Marvel sh- movies aren't getting in there. All these, all these so blockbuster movies, they did yeah, don't get in there. They did the, for the first time ever. They did a fan favorite Oscar, and what won them was two of the the Justice League, the Schneider Cut, and Spider-Man? No, no, the Dave Batista one, the the zombie one that Schneider uh, wrote. So they got the fan favorite one. So see, that's where the fans vote for the Oscar. But that's what, like, okay, maybe you should they should separate it, best blockbuster, but. It's clear the ceremony was like dying, like it had had lack of like ratings, all that shit. So initially, when I saw that video of the guy of him slapping and all that after, mm. I thought it was fake. Oh, no, I know. Yeah. I still think it was like put on. I'm not as uh, dead well, set okay. on it. Put on that it was put on. Why is that? I want to know why. Mainly because it's fucking Hollywood, and I generally don't believe anything that comes out of that. Right, I don't take it like I'm not saying that every single person in in that situation knew that it was like put on. I'm, mm. you know, I still have that sort of era skeptic skeptic in me that it's like I think that they sort of because it felt like if I said to you, GI Jane, if I insulted your wife and called her like GI Jane or mm. said she'd be in the GI Jane two movie, is that enough to walk on stage? In the middle of like the biggest award ceremony that they have, mm-hmm. slap him, mm-hmm. walk back, and he did it all casually. Then he sits down and goes, "Keep your effing, keep my effing wife, um, keep my wife's name out of your effing mouth." Right? I I still don't I still don't look at it and go, "That's enough for me to get up and slap." Do you this? So I heard an interesting view today, and it's sort of like I guess it probably makes more sense the more, when you think about it like this. I think over the past sort of year to two years, Will Smith, because obviously his wife's Jada Pickett Smith, has been doing these red table chats. And she's made a show of it where they discuss a lot about their personal life. Yep. And it obviously come out that she was they have an open relationship or open marriage and she sleeps with other people or she had slept with other people and she was dating someone. This bloke was coming on family holidays with them. <laughs> so... Again, maybe that's come out and... So, Matt, you think he's maybe... That's just pushed that's think, the trigger. I think that was like the cherry on top. And if you... But he insulted his wife. He didn't insult him. Yeah, yeah. But did you see how he was... Everyone's like, oh, he was laughing, he was laughing. Yes, he was. He's probably trying to play it off. But then you look... Then he looked directly at, obviously, his wife, Jada. She was who must be Who must be a fucking bitch, right? So, this is the same woman... And I saw something, it was funny. Mm. So Will Smith punch slap Chris Rock in the face on national TV over a woman who made him sit at a table yeah. on camera yeah. while she told him about cheating on him. Yeah. Right? 
And then, yeah, he wants Chris Rock to keep his wife's name out of his mouth. But, you know, Maybe, when another man's in her mouth, doesn't say anything. Yeah. But so, like, for me, it's like, okay. I can get that there was a trigger thing there. Maybe I can get that. Like, okay, there's, uh, there's maybe he he took enough's enough. Mm-hmm. But you're meant to be like a measured, you know, responsible man, about to win best actor because mm-hmm. you would have known he was about to win best actor. Oh, it's pretty much there was, true. There was no way he wasn't he yeah. wasn't knowing that. Like you would you would have been in like a happy place going into that ceremony. Yes. Yeah. So, like, it's not like he came in there on edge and that was like that. I was like, he would have been in a happy place. Should have been in a happy place. Sitting front row, right, you know, the comedian would have had them laughing before that joke. Yeah. Like, Chris Rock there, would have had them laughing. There has been rumours that there's been a bit of a beef between them because of ongoing jokes dating back to 2016 about Jada. <laughs> um, I think that's probably the media sparking that up. Again, what, find, trying to find something. Again, the other thing, the other side we don't know of is probably, obviously, it's come out that Jada Pickett-Smith is suffering from alopecia. I think for someone that's in the spotlight as much as she is and in Hollywood trying to be an actress and that, it could be very mentally challenging or she could have a lot of mental health problems. Could have been a big strain on their relationship. And then you've got supposedly a friend or a colleague yeah. who's also... I will I will say this is also black as well, <laughs> and you know you're thinking maybe they've got your back or a little bit of that brotherhood standing by, and then he comes out and the first thing he does is hose your wife. I think it's just probably set him off. I think it definitely, probably it wasn't a bad joke at all. I don't I don't think I think if uh, Chris Rock maybe have understood. Do you reckon Chris Rock knew that she had alopecia? I don't. Yeah, think yeah, so. no, no, it is. It's public. Yeah, she's had it. She's set it on that round red table. Over no, the last two years. Yeah, but like, okay. If he I knows, think he would know that. Oh, I don't yeah. know. I think he would know that. I think he was trying to make a lighthearted. It wasn't like a sexual joke or something like disgusting. It was just, you know, he yeah. actually said before, absolutely love you. Can't wait to see who I change to. <laughs> but yeah, maybe she just copped it because she was very pissed off on the word go. But it's just completely overshadowed what. If you have you seen King Richard yet? No. Watch it. Won't tell you. It's on F movies, high definition. <laughs> um, watch it. Very good act. Very good movie. So what's the premise? What's it about? It's about Venus and Serena Williams. Oh yeah, and yeah, their okay. dad. So yeah. their dad basically. It's quite an amazing story. I've actually yeah. got. No, I'll you watch actually. It. They're both amazing tennis players. Obviously, Serena's probably the best to have ever lived. Yeah. But to see how they, where they came from, and you just can't comprehend how they, how they actually got there watching that yeah. movie. Just like the worst of the worst, playing with next to nothing. He basically got him in with his coach, got him onto the junior circuit, mm. and they just kept winning and winning and winning. And then they obviously Good went stuff. gangbusters. I think they burst onto the scene at like 14 and 15. <laughs> yeah, I remember. But so do you think... No... I'm pretty safe in saying no one's going to remember this award ceremony for him winning. No, they're not best actor. You're going to remember this is the award ceremony where he slapped Chris Rock, right? It, it, and that's and just ruined him. his thing that he's worked his entire life. Chris for. Rock handled it like a fucking pro. Okay, cop the slap. Question for you there, yeah? Because you like, I think he handled it like a pro as well. But someone, I don't care if someone slapped me like that, and I, and I knew he wasn't meant to. So mm-hmm. like. Only right then and there, when that exact thing happened, only Will Smith 
and Chris Rock would have known that that wasn't meant to be happening. Yeah. There is no way I let him walk back to his chair and A, not say something to him or B, go after him. But don't you think, okay. Or call him a pussy support, for walking away. This support your argument yeah. that it was real. Was he that shocked by it that he was like... Oh, he was shocked. He didn't know what to fucking do. See, the thing is, he's like, if if he stood up and like tried to whack him back, <laughs> there's no way then it could be fake. But right, if you try to whack him back, all that stuff... But Chris Rock's not that guy. Like, he's not that. He's not that guy. Who's gonna like. He's yeah. not trying to fight. Oh, anyone, I agree right? with that. I agree with that. Um, I think he handled it like a pro. I think he handled it well, considering like if he did get slapped and he didn't know it was coming, hit him in the face live on national TV. He actually, he actually made it a little bit funny after because yeah. until Will Smith said, "Keep my wife's name out of your effing mouth," and repeated it. Mm. The whole audience thought it was a joke because Chris Rock said after, I just got slapped a shout out. But yeah, Smith, he could have kept right? playing, but then obviously we And then everyone going. laughed because they thought it was a bit. Mm. And everyone like like up until that point would have said definitely a bit. But the, the, it's, it's very the awkward. Wife, like, at a, like, you'd have to be... I'm just trying to think, right? Yeah, obviously I, I got a wife, and like it. Mm. If someone sl- if someone insulted her in a way that wasn't like it wasn't over the top, right? It wasn't it wasn't over the top insult. It wasn't that. Yeah, I don't know if I'd get up and slap that person. I get, no, I don't. I don't, I don't think you would on that. I'd on say that, something maybe, not on that scene. I think, but again, we don't know the pretext to it. We don't know how much shit's going on in their lives. So you reckon he's been? I reckon he's just coiled and then from his wife all day and just had a shit day. Fucking erupted. <laughs> Fuck, something set him off. Like, because that's not an upset someone. Else, but I would have, if I was that pissed off, I would have waited to the break. Because if you've seen him between the break. Denzel Washington, Tyler Perry, Bradley Cooper went up to him like consoling him because obviously yeah. he was pretty Which upset. Denzel pretty worked said out. the fucking quote well, of the night. Greatest line ever. In in your greatest times, be careful, in your greatest times, that's when the devil comes after you. Pretty sure it was at your highest of highs. In your highest moment. Yeah. That's when your, be careful because in your highest moment, that's when the He's devil like comes Buddha, after Denzel. you. He's fucking like Buddha, Denzel. He's like Buddha. comes in. But... I what so, I would say yeah. is that I'd never liked Jada Pink, Pinkett Smith. I've never liked her. Right. Right. She's always just come across as this um, high maintenance, very like, you know, uh, what do you call it? You know, very particular kind of woman. I've never really liked her movies. I can't remember. Is it, what movies is she in? She's, uh, probably the first. She was in a couple of movies earlier on, but I reckon the one you would know her from straight away was Nutty Professor. Yes. Right. And I didn't like her in there, mm. and um, like so, I don't, I don't really like her, and I've never really liked her, so I have a hard time in like seeing her as a victim. Not in this instance, but seeing in, how in she general. hasn't come out and said anything. Well, she like yeah, because he wrote a he wrote a big apology today, apologizing. Well, general like generalizing because she's a victim in terms of she's suffering from an illness. That's it. We know no one needs to dispute that. But she cheats on her husband. He forgives her. Well, hang on. We can't say cheat because they have an open marriage. So she's like, they've also discussed it. (laughs) Okay, all right. So he was there. Did you see that? I've seen the 
the I've seen the shots. video, yeah. He's crying on the fucking oh, thing. Oh, fuck, that'd be challenging. But if the guy's coming on family holidays, he kind of knows something's going if, on. Okay, an open marriage would be that, and I think the definition of this, anyone that has an open marriage, let us know if I'm wrong, but you tell your husband 100%. when you've been with that person 100%. before you do it, right? Yes. You don't, you don't go after it because you want to make sure it's okay, No, you right? tell him this is what's going to happen. He didn't know. So he he didn't know that she had been with him, which is, I don't care if it's open marriage, that is cheating. If you hide something mm-hmm. from someone, if you're lying about it and kept it a secret, mm-hmm. that devious behaviour is cheating. Mm. It doesn't matter if you've got an open marriage. So, okay, let's put yourself in Will Smith's shoes here. What I was about to say... So I can understand why he'd be angry. Yeah. I would have waited to the break because there's always those breaks, I would have got up, walked backstage, and had a go at him backstage. Yeah, exactly. Not done it on national TV, that's, live TV like that. That's why I, I still think it's maybe a little bit put on. So did you know they've already made up? Yeah. So they were at the after party together. They He obviously apologised to yeah, him look, and they got the on with it. All shenanigans after, I'm reticent to think any of that is real or fake because... If you if it is fake, you're gonna put that on. If it's real, you're gonna put that on. Like it's the same. Can you imagine if it's the same outcome in both, right? Like them making up after, because he would have realized in the moment. Oh, what a dickhead! Yeah, stupid, right? You know how like you you've been in that situation, right, where you yell at someone or something about something, Mm -hmm. and probably in the middle of you yelling at them, you think you go in your mind, you're like, this is stupid. Like, I shouldn't yell at this person for this reason, right? Yeah, yeah. Right, I've, 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 I've gone, gone over right. the top. Yes. He would have been, after he said the second one, gone, I probably shouldn't have. In his mind, go, I probably shouldn't have said that. Probably shouldn't have done that. Yeah. Then he's gone out and apologised, obviously, doing all that. Chris Rock was never going to press charges on him because it would be, it would look really shit if he did. Oh, so right? pussy if he did as well. Just be like, man. And I, I, I reckon, like, it's a good chance that Will Smith, Smith carried some anger for a while because that would be the only reason why he'd go up here. You ju- you just lose all credibility as well when you pra- when you preach about you know love equality <laughs> no violence which is what he did in his apology and he's such a beloved person everyone loves Will Smith it just kills your credibility yeah like if you're gonna do that actually lay into him don't just slap him go all go hammer and tong get security dragging you off him. Because it just looked like you made you slapped him and you made him look like Chris Rock look like a bitch. If you're going to do that, finish him off. So will you watch the Oscars next year now? Because absolutely, <laughs> Oscars ratings went through the roof. So that's why, like, I that's why I mentioned Hollywood, you know, because next year is going to probably have its highest ratings ever. I was going to read something to you. These are some of the other bad inf- incidences that have happened at the Oscars. Was the Jimmy Kimmel one or something? No. Nah, oh, well, these are the worst. So yeah. I've got the thing. Marlon Brando refusing the Best Actors Award. So he got a uh, Native American to go up and accept the award, and he didn't get it. And that was for uh, his part in The Godfather. All right. Yeah. So if you watch it, it's pretty crazy because he just he he goes up there and this Indian Native Indian Native American, sorry, just does a speech. <laughs> and he doesn't accept it. Uh, a streaker even interrupts David Neven. I never heard of it. Never saw that. It's just yeah. a full streaker. <laughs> Adrian Brody kissing Halle Berry. 
Now that now back in that day, I think it was just considered very jovial, and he, oh, you know, now you should see how they've written this. They're like, it was unwarranted the kiss. It was against oh, the yeah. right. So they've just made it ten times worse than yeah, what it was. Yeah. Uh, Roman Polinski receives award after fleeing the country for child sex stuff. Have you heard about this? It's about no. so Roman Polinski was the guy that. Um, was uh, once upon a time Hollywood. Yeah. Do you know uh, the Manson murders? Yeah. So the person, the, I can't remember the main chick's name, the one that Margot Robbie plays. Yeah. She was dating him, Roman Polinsky. Roman Polinsky's a famous director. Yeah, okay. Okay. So he was part of that, but he wasn't in the country at the time. So the he film, fled. it's about not about him, but he's so, in nah. it. So in the uh, the film that he did was Sharon Tate was the was the bird that yep. was murdered. Uh, Roman in nineteen seventy seven after being arrested for drugging and raping a young girl, Polinsky pled guilty to the charges of an of unlawful sex with a minor. However, before he could be sentenced, Polinsky fled to Paris to avoid prison. And they still gave him an award. Still has the award, still hasn't come back to fight the case because there's mis like everyone reckons one the girl lied to him about his age and mm. it was all consensual. So there's still a bit of a grey area there, but not the best. But they gave him an award. They <laughs> he still has the award. And the other thing I will because I'm gonna get to the end here and say they're contemplating taking the award off him. That's what they said. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Harvey Weinstein hasn't had any of his Academy Awards taken off him for for all the movies that he produced. Yeah, the only issue with Harvey Weinstein is that he was never the only producer. There was other producers. Yeah, but they could still take it from him. So take his award. Yeah. yeah Sasha Baron Cohen will, and, Kim and Kim Jong-un's uh, ashes on the 2012 <laughs> when he rocked up like that with his ashes on the urn. Uh, no black nominees for two years r- running leads to a boycott. Oh, yeah, so remember right. that when they all the black people boycotted, which was completely understandable. Wrong best picture winner announced in 2017. Oh, what was that? Uh, Moonlight and um, La La Land. So they announced La La Land. Yeah, and it was meant to be Moonlight. 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 Yeah, actual one was Moonlight, which is a good movie. Watch that one. And then obviously Will Smith slaps Chris Rock. There in was something with Jimmy Kimmel. I've heard about it, but it's, it's silly that's not on the list, but. Because I was listening to a podcast and they were talking to Jimmy Kimmel and they were saying his was the craziest thing that's happened to the Oscars. But now this has overtaken it. But I, it's a strange not on the list. I don't know the actual what happened. Yeah. But if you were to say... I'm just In looking. terms of what the fuck moments... <laughs> that's up there. Is that... Is that it for 2022? Is that the top one? I, I I'd be hard surprised to find something topping that. We've had a war start, as in what the fuck, and that's probably only going to get worse. Um, so I think the war would end so up. You know topping what the thing it. with the war though mm. is that there was lead up to it. True. So when the actual war is declared or invaded and it's official, you already kind of knew that was happening. Yes. So there wasn't just like we woke up one day and Russia had invaded Ukraine. No, and no, I was. This happened for years. It's probably a bit of been, talk that been it was going, going to happen on for at the start of the year. And then 10 years, right? Mm. This is generally like, what the fuck? What happened there? Didn't you, No one was ready for it. No one was, a lot of people who would have been watching it maybe already tuned out because they were fucking bored by it, like by the Oscars and all that shit. That literally 
was the hot, my whole so, social media feed for a day and a it's half. It's still trending number one, I might add. I, saw I have removed Instagram from my phone because <laughs> I just I can't cop it anymore. It's like, okay, that's enough. And, I, and because it's getting, it's getting fed to me with other people, well, I just don't need to see it. Mm. But another <laughs> – Will Smith's one of the most famous actors of our generation. Yeah. Chris Rock is one of the most famous comedians of our generation and actor. And they fucking – and one of them slapped the other one. It's crazy. It is it's, crazy. It is more. It's going to go down one of the craziest moments, I think, in the next five years. But I think – the war will end up topping it this year because you know well, they've been if doing. It's your Time magazine. They've been doing airstrikes near yeah. Poland. They're getting closer and closer. Well, if they bomb one bomb hits Poland, we're in World War Three. Well, probably, but um, if they do, they they know they're fucked. But um, <laughs> if if Time magazine was to go, because you know how they do Man of the Year. Yeah. Yep. If Time magazine was to say, let's sort, let's call it a category, call it. Mind blowing event of the year. Yeah. Can they put the Will Smith thing above the wall? Yes. <laughs> yes, ah. because like you said, there's a bit of le- if we're if we're looking at logically a bit of lead up to the war. There was no yeah, lead up like, to that. That was it's just still mind blowing. In retrospect, you look at it, there's a war, Russia invades Ukraine. Like that's Crazy. still mind blowing. And it will top the Will Smith thing. No one will ever write an article this year and say mm. fucked up events for twenty twenty two and put Will Smith slapping Chris Rock above the wall. But yeah. I don't know if I've ever watched something and gone, I only initially went sceptical, but even if I was sceptical, I was like, that's fucked. Remember when Janet Jackson got her top ripped by Justin Timberlake? Yeah, at the Super Bowl. Right? And they said it was an accident. They said it was all that. It was all staged. Right, all like staged. Crazy. But that was fucking talked about like you wouldn't believe. Still is. Still is, right? Still is. So for what's the word for it? For for press, outrageous outrageousness. Press, uh, yeah, yeah. It's met its fucking mark. Oh, would Chris, it be funny? Chris Rock's going to be like he's going to be able to fucking. Do you get know Chris Rock's got wants. a tour coming to Australia yeah. now? How much is that going to fucking right? sell? He's got a tour coming, right? So now he's no chance he's not going to sell out every single fucking night that he's here. Mm. Everyone will want to go there because he's definitely going to mention gonna, that. Yeah, yeah. Imagine Will Smith's doesn't. next movie. Like everyone's gonna be like everyone will want to be watching Will Smith now because they want to know if he's like, and he's gonna come out. He's gonna be on the fucking media circus, not straight away, but he's gonna come out. He's gonna fucking sit down, probably sit on with Oprah. Yeah, cry, <laughs> fucking go That's, through all that. That is exactly. Jada's gonna play the victim. Exactly like, what's gonna happen. It's Oprah's gonna interview him. They have Chris Rock on one side, him on the other. They'll piss him, you know, kiss and make up. Be great. <laughs> but anyway, let's jump into some footy. It's round two. Brucey, interesting weekend. Top of the ladder, chop. I'm fucking believable. Top of the ladder. Blow the siren. Yeah. Port Adelaide are a bunch of fucking pretenders. Couldn't be happier. They're a (laughs) shit club. Taste. Okay. You tipped the Hawks to finish bottom. So did Damon. Did I? Yeah. Well, you said the Hawks were Eagles. Damon tipped the Hawks. If, If you were to say who... If you were to say... You could change that. Would you change it? I don't think they'll finish bottom. I think Adelaide will finish bottom. So, for me as a fan of the Hawks, mm. I'm not looking at it here and sitting and, and unrealistically and going, nah, we'll make finals or anything like that. Right? I'm happy that we're winning because 
we're winning in the right way. We're playing youngsters. We're not. We're not. He, Sam Mitchell's not trying to play his experienced players and try and win a few games. And no, good. no, not at all. He's winning with his young players. Granted, there's a few experienced guys there because you've got to have balance. I'm happy we're winning in that way. Mm-hmm. I'm naturally expecting a drop off to come at some point, and it could come this week when we play the Blues, who have the best midfield in the comp. Dan was not here to um, talk them up, but best midfield in the comp. Two key forwards who are you know about to hit top form. True. Yeah, we this could be the week that we just get found out a little bit because they have a little bit more than us at the but moment. They're talking about you guys having an all Australian back six, and I think I think well, you defended very. I think James Sisley into your defence is just another. Six. Yeah, it's not all Australian this year. No, it's not all, anything it's like that. Building towards, but it's building because they're all young. Like none of them are actually How anywhere. Sisley, Sisley's probably. The oldest, and he's like twenty six. I mean, he looks like he hasn't missed a beat. So yeah, he's still got you know good solid. Did you get him in fantasy? Yeah, yeah, fuck. That's good pick up. Like all the players are young. All they they good intercepts, um, inset marking, good use of the ball, all run off half back pretty much. You know, you got good lockdown defenders when you need to. Mm-hmm. I like that back six. Midfield's obviously going to have issues because we got. Guys in there that maybe aren't um, big and strong enough. We got young players, all that, all that stuff. Where they are in, when if they are playing midfield, they're going to drop off. Mm-hmm. Our forward line, I'm okay with. I think I like it. Mitch Lewis looks really good. He does. But do I expect to go and beat Carlton this week? No, you don't. My uh, my expectation currently is that we won't win. We will say this G or Marvel? at the G. Yep. I will say I think this. think that benefits you. I reckon it's going to be a big crowd there. I'm hoping it's be like 60,000 plus. I will say this. Before, I didn't tip Hawks against Port Adelaide. I don't think anyone did. But before the game, I had this fucking feeling. And like generally with my team, like if I have a gut feeling, it's right. Like I'll have a gut feeling that they'll lose. Like, you know, I'll, I'll be going, nah, I don't feel good about this. And I'll convince myself that I'm wrong. That the gut's wrong, but then it always turns out that it's right. So I had a gut feeling that we'd win, and I actually knew. I reckon early on, you could tell we were on. Oh yeah, I'll from let the start. you. I'll. I'm gonna try and f- get a gut feeling for this weekend. I don't have one yet, but naturally at this stage, I reckon we'll probably lose by about three or four goals. Probably lose by about three or four goals. Be competitive. They'll kick away towards the end. Um, our young players, you know, won't be able to keep up with them because they're they're they've got more midfield depth. But it'd be interesting to see because then Carlton would be three and zero. Here's the thing: it's Carlton. There's going to come a time <laughs> where they drop off a cliff. I'm sorry, Mule. I'm on the bandwagon. I've actually watched. So do, you, Carl- do you think I've the mush Car- comes in? No, I think the mush is dead. I think he's so finally. You, you're with us and saying. I, I didn't realize how much that was affecting him. <laughs> It really is a sore well, so point. Did he for have him. a DNM foot with you? <laughs> no, I just I could just see how much when I brought it up that um, what did he do? He went to the Wildcats and they got smashed by Sydney oh, on the weekend. I him? said, "You fucking first Wildcats game you went to, and then Mush." And he just goes, "The Mush dead." <laughs> okay, um, so you're expecting Carlton to not maintain this? No. So you don't think they'll? Make I still think that they're very young. Do you think they make top four? I don't think they make top four. I think they I think they finish in the top six. So if if they don't make top four, they can't win the flag. You agree with that? 
No, because if the depending on who the top four are, because they're playing like Geelong at the G or something, they're always a chance. Yeah, but if generally speaking, uh, generally speaking, that's our top, top four. four right? Yeah, yeah, I agree. So, Mills dead set. He thinks they're a chance for a flag this year. Well, because he gave me their are you run. Not, are you not convinced yet? Do you have uh, any, what do you need to see before you're convinced that they win the flag? Six weeks of it. So okay, yes, yeah, six consistency. Weeks. If they which yeah, have you looked at their schedule? That's why we'll. Uh, that's why Mills so up and about because he told me the schedule. They play. So they play Hawks this week. Suns. Then the Gold Coast. Then they play Port, which don't look very good at the moment. Um. Then they play. So the Port's in Melbourne as well. Yeah. yeah. Then they play another. I think Frio. I'm pretty sure. No, they play Frio. I think the week after that, but their first nine games. Crazy. Extremely winnable. Like, mm. if they continue playing the way they are, they sh- they should be 9-0. Right. If they're 9-0, you pretty much lock them in for top four because it'd be hard for them not to make top four. How many games do you reckon the, you're going to You have win? to win 15 games to be, I reckon, certain top yeah, four. Yeah, so they could drop one every so single like, week and still if get you've there. Got, if you won the first nine and you've got 12 left, you only have to go 50-50. Mm. So... I reckon I, I will. I reckon I'll know with Carlton after round five. Okay. The same with you. Five, five or six, six weeks. Right? Yeah. So, if Carlton are in top four and they're in the finals, I reckon they'll win the flag. If Carlton are top four, I reckon they'll win the flag. You reckon it could be? Smart. I'm gonna call it. And if as they Mew, make top four, they'll win, they'll win the flag. Well, as Mew said, why not could us? Be his year. Why not them? Could be this year. So, um. Chop, how many players coming out of a team is too many? Too many before you you should say the AFL Look, should say, okay, we're not going to play so this game. AFL came out at the start of the year and said we are not delaying any games. This is what we're going to live with. There'll be top up players. If this is the same for every team, you but can't that's the argue. Now. That's that the standard. Fourteen players out. It was disgusting, but <laughs> I am more alarmed for teams like Gold Coast. And North Melbourne to only beat us by eighteen fucking points. And to be honest, we were in that game. Okay, we're never going to win it. You could have won against North Melbourne. We we could have, but we're never probably going to. Because if anything, you're you're a senior player's let you down. Yeah, but okay, Liam Ryan's first game, Jack, Jack Darling's Darling. first game. So Luke Shuey t- did really well. Duggan's first game back. Shuey's first game back. A lot of lot of fucking first games for the year. Yeah. Got to blow out the thing. I looked at our, you know, I went through the injury list on the AFL site today just to check, you know, who's out for fantasy. I don't think I've ever seen a list that big for in a team. No, in a team in general. Oh, like, yeah. There are so many blokes. Oh, they have to say who the COVID, COVID people are. are. It's it's literally 20 people on that list right now. <laughs> I've never seen an injury list or COVID, like something like that. So if you had to say a number of players out mm-hmm. with COVID, because you can't. Well, if this guy's <laughs> injured. That's different. That's just unlucky. You have to cop that. Okay, so we so had... So how many COVID guys out? I, I, I think... I think we had, had 12. 12. 12. 12 out with COVID. Yep, 12 out. And I think it was 14 in two overall. Two injured. Two right? injured. Gaff How many do you think COVID-wise... Do you, so do you think they should just... Every team should just play now through? I think if the AFL tries let's say someone gets 14 players that are yeah. covid and the AFL delays the game 
I can just see the Eagles going to fucking ham on it because it, it just that's bullshit then. Because if you two players aren't going to make a difference, twelve is enough for a team to go enough for them to go. Well, okay, we should delay that. Hypothetically, they got away with one because the Eagles North Melbourne chances are both those teams nowhere near the eight. Mm. But let's just say hypothetically, it's Carlton. We use Carlton as them because they're playing for the eight. Mm. Carlton plays a rich a St Kilda or something like that, right? St Kilda lose twelve players to COVID, so Carlton then beats them by fucking hundred something points, right? Mm-hmm. Belts them, gets ten fifteen percent on their percentage. Mm. End of the year, they make top four. They make the fourth spot, eighth spot, whatever it is, and they make it by Just one like, or two percent. Yeah, right? yeah. And so they're equal and wins with the team that's fifth and all that. And so the separator was they that beat game. St. Kilda by that much. So yeah. that, see, that's yeah. the thing is that, you know, I'm happy for them to keep playing, play through games, plough through, do what you can. But at some point, like, there has to be, like, an integrity aspect of it. Because even if... Well, if to me... Even it, if, yeah. like, the Eagles... If the Eagles won, there's no, we don't even need to have this conversation. But... The fact is, and they, because the Eagles were close, they probably they've got away with oh, it. Oh, look! Imagine they got belted by like ninety points. Yeah, by North Melbourne. I I think I don't look. You could probably argue the fact that North Melbourne probably didn't get out of third gear either. Just just to be on the safe side. Well, they're side. not a very good team. They're not a very good team. But I, I can guarantee, if we had six more of those players in that game, we we win that game. Yeah, and that that probably kickstarts our season. Now we're going to play Frio this weekend. Um, we're Big, getting we're getting all those players back. Do you think? Um, okay, well, you'd finish the point, but then I'll ask you something. I was just going to say, I think more, a team more in dire straits than us, believe it or not, is actually Fremantle because if they lose to us on the weekend, we're the exact same as them. So how confident are you? If we get those players back, based on what I saw against Fremantle playing St Kilda on the weekend, we beat them. So they're rubbish. I can't believe if you should get all your COVID guys back. So there's twelve, because there's no reason why. No. Once after the Gaff's seven, coming seven back. days, they're all they'll be fine because yep. they all were they were in health and safety from the Thursday, Saturday, Friday, right? and the Friday, game Sunday. Saturday. At least the last time was Saturday. Yeah. So they all be ready. Let's just say you bring ten back. Gaff's back as well. And well, I don't know what his injury was, but I think that honestly, I think they just said would well, look. You got a little niggle. Just rest. We're not. We're, we're not a yeah. not a big chance of winning this game. Nelson couldn't give two shits if he plays. And you've got so you've got the home ground advantage because you've got it's your home game. And there's seventy five percent. Seventy five percent. Eagles fans should be feverish, but I don't. I don't. I haven't seen Eagles fans win their team shit, so I don't know how they how they behave. But mm. um. I'm sitting here and I'm thinking, I'm same as you. I think the Eagles, if they get all those players back, probably win. Because to be fair, I didn't watch the game on Sunday. I was too busy shooting 89 on the <laughs> golf course. First time broken 90. Thanks for coming. How many group chats did you send it oh, to? I sent it to anyone that would listen at it. <laughs> I actually did that by accident, but it was oh, just funny. I'm sure you did, Chop. Um, but you, know, you know that when you sent that screenshot that it didn't have your number of hit shots. Yeah, no, that's why, because I was sending it to Dad, because I played on Saturday with Dad, and I did real shit Stableford-wise, points-wise. Yeah. I only got, like, 30, and he was giving me so shit. So that was your first sub-90? First sub-90, 89, ever. 
Wow. Ever. So, so what's your next goal? To do it again. Because <laughs> I don't know. It was weird. The day before, I shot 105. Was Nooch, you played with Nooch, right? Best game of golf me and him have ever played together. We were fully supporting each other. <laughs> I was going to say. There was no – he chipped on. He he did a chip. So it was off the green. It was yeah. would have been about uh, two or three metres off the green. Chipped yeah. on for birdie. Got it in on par five. Yeah. He, he chipped the birdie. Yeah, chip for birdie. Just perfect chip. Dropped it about two or three metres short of the hole. Bounced twice and it just slowly rolled in. Oh, it beautiful. was perfect. Got around him, celebrated. And I think when he saw that, he sort of like, okay – I'm going to get around chop for the last couple of holes because my back nine, I shot a 45 on the front yeah. and then I just went, I think I went bogey, par, bogey, par, double bogey, par, bogey, bogey, par and then literally came down to the last hole. I didn't know my score. <laughs> I didn't want to check because I knew I was like, fuck, I'm going to be on here for sub 90. If I miss this, I'm going to miss it by like two strokes or something yeah. like that. I got to that par three because we played on, yeah. the, on the Thursday. I got to that par three, the last one on the lake, and he has but the, the big par bunker. three is not the last hole, though. No, it's second last hole. Yeah, I got a six on it. I fucked up. I went in the bunker, couldn't get out of the bunker. Got a six on it, and I was like, I got out of the park. I said, Nooch, if that hole cost me a sub ninety, <laughs> I'm gonna be livid. Come down to the last hole. Couldn't have played it any better. I, I perfect drive straight down the middle of the fairway. Second shot was just off the fairway. It was seven iron. I had a pretty tough third shot. I had, had the tree blocking my view, but if I got it over this first tree, I could slide it in between another tree. So it was like a gap between the two trees. Mm. Got it, clipped the top one, but yeah, it still ended up traveling. So I was just off yeah. the green. Shot four, chipped on, was two or three meters to the hole. So I had a par putt on the last. Yeah. Just missed it, tapped in for bogey. As soon as I tapped in, Nooch comes running up. You had to score under seven on that fucking hole <laughs> to get 90. You got a six. You got 89. I just Oof. went, fucking yes. But, yeah, it so was great. So you didn't watch the Eagles? Didn't, didn't watch the Eagles, but obviously we're checking it the whole thing. And to be honest, it sounds like they didn't play that bad. And they didn't play that are bad against Gold Coast guys, either. Even though you didn't watch the game, are you one of those fans that are like, I'm proud of their effort? Or do you go, no, nah, we should... We because, because I'm the... So you still have the proud of the effort. Crap. Absolutely, because you, your back's against the wall and they're still going out there. They could have got pumped by 100 points on the weekend. No one would have said anything differently, but they only lost by 18 points. Doing what they did last year and going to Geelong and getting pumped the way they did against Geelong, at the Cats, yeah. that was disgusting. Because there's no effort and they're a better team than that. That was fucking deplorable. And they got pumped by Sydney down yeah. there as well. That, that shit, I don't stand for. Because when they can do that against a team pretty much playing has-been waffle players, mm. you know, not knocking them, great careers, but they're not AFL. Some of them in their late 20s and they're getting their first gig because they're, yeah. you know. So um, I'm oh, look, yeah. no, I think we'll do better than what a lot of people think this year. You probably, got, you probably got a lot out of it. So there's you're, you're on 0-2, zero you've got Essendon 0-2, zero you got Port Adelaide 0-2, zero Bulldogs 0-2, zero um, yeah, there's a couple them. others. Um, because there's I think there's like six teams that are zero and two. Yep. So Western Bulldogs, West Coast, Adelaide, GWS, GWS, Essendon Port, right? Mm. So GWS, Essendon Port, and Bulldogs all made the eight last year. Yep. If any of those teams go zero and three, do you think they make finals? No, because I think there's too many other teams coming up. Literally. their season's on the line this week. Yeah. Essendon's playing Melbourne. Mm-hmm. The Bulldogs are playing Sydney. 
Port's got the showdown. I think they should win that. Yeah. And GWS has Gold Coast. They should win that. When I said in round one, after Essendon got belted by Geelong, I thought their season was over. Mate, I'm with you. They Mm. lose to Melbourne this week. Their season's done. They got Zach Merritt out for six to eight weeks now. Yeah. Their best player. They're almost done. Bulldogs is, for me, the worry. Because like, I'm riding off And they team. haven't been playing good either. But they're playing they Sydney. Good. And Sydney's probably been the best performed team yep. of the year. I agree. I agree. They've looked the best. With Carlton, I reckon. You've um, also got Collingwood, who are 2-0, who would yeah, just be like, soldiers. and just, They just play be. a lot of games in Melbourne. Yeah. No, we never know. Because a lot of people said Collingwood didn't deserve to be, I think they were second last on the ladder. Based on what they actually put out on the park, they should yeah. have been higher. But agree with that. Like Sydney could, I honestly think, and if Norton's out, Sydney could beat the Bulldogs. There's going to be some fucking teams that are. Isn't Norton out? Isn't that what I read today? Yeah. Yeah. So there's they're out, but with Sydney, do you think there's a come down after the Buddy 1000 goals? Do you think like they like that was too high of a moment for him? I think that was an amazing moment because I think the last time we saw that was when Fev and him both kicked hundreds. Well, Fev didn't kick a hundred. He got they stopped him on ninety nine. The Hawks did. Didn't they? Yeah, didn't remember, he kick no, it in the finals. Buddy, no, Buddy kicked a hundred in the game early in the game. Ah, and yeah, then yeah, Fev yeah. was on ninety nine, and the Hawks didn't allow him to get to hundred. That's shocking. <laughs> I actually remember Fev told the story at uh, um, Hammersley. Yep. So would you? Okay, the thousand goals. The last time that happened was Ablett, I think. Um, doesn't happen often. Iconic moment. Probably won't happen again now. Probably won't time. happen again now. Last time, you're right. I don't know. I just, I can't see the dogs being zero and three. But so I'm still tipping Sydney because from what I've seen for is both teams, is that Dome? It's, well, it's at yeah, it's at Marvel. And Sydney I thought, play good and Marvel. I thought the dogs were excellent at Marvel, but then I saw them against Carlton last week, and yeah, they were good. They Carlton were okay. Just, Carlton just burst but out Carlton of the blocks, didn't they? Fucked them up in the first mm. half. So I don't think I don't actually think I can actually tip them mm-hmm. with any confidence. So I'm going to tip Sydney, and if Norton's out, I'm definitely going to tip Sydney. Like because they don't have because dogs line. don't have anyone at forward. No. If they don't have Norton, English will have to play full forward. Well, he, he's not. He has to ruck because they they have to bring Stephen Martin in. Yeah, so like, doggies like, are in trouble, man. The dog, like the dogs could be zero and three. Like that's that's a grand final team. A lot of people would have had them coming back up. And they could be zero and three, yeah. and there aren't many teams that come from zero and three and make finals, let alone fucking but make the GF. To be fair, the doggies have done it from eight posse. Yeah, but like, it's they're not going to do it again. I'm, I just I'm, think if you're a Melbourne team, as long as the Melbourne teams are in the top four, you just need to be in the eight. Yeah, but you also like because they they done it from outside the four, didn't they? Last to get in the grand final, well, they were fifth, okay. right? And also. But they had to go out to Brisbane and be well, Brisbane and Brisbane. That's right. But they were a f- top four team the whole year. Yeah, because they were second and first. Oh, they yep, were yep, second. Yep. It's only because they lost yep. their last Remember two games. They dropped out and they lost to teams they shouldn't have lost to. True. Right? So they were a top four team the whole year. They, that fifth was a lie because they should have been top four. And they got beat by Brisbane on the line. And so it really should have been switched. But... It wasn't like they when they won from seventh. Like they weren't a top four team. They were just they just got hot in the finals. I don't think they could do that again this year. I don't think anyone can do that again this year. I think that's something that 
a team that wins outside of the four mm-hmm. is once in every 30 years or something yeah. like that. Yeah. That's fair. Right? It's tougher. So it's, not gonna, it's probably not going to happen again for a while. Yeah. I agree so with that. Literally, what was the premiership contenders? Two premiership contenders because you can include Port in this. Yes. They could have a line through them this week. Port won't lose to Adelaide. I can't see can't them see losing happening. to Adelaide. But it is the fucking showdown. How mm. stupid is this, right? On Friday night, they got Melbourne Essendon at 4.10. And then they got uh, Adelaide and Port Adelaide at 5.10. Our times. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. So, so they're playing they the showdown on a Friday they night. They overlap. So we can't mm. watch both games. We have to watch one and then watch the end of That's the next That's bad one. scheduling from the AFL. How dumb is that? Why won't you have one game starting earlier? Then? Well, why wouldn't you, if you're going to do a double header, have the Melbourne game at early, a little bit earlier, but in Melbourne, and then have it in Perth. On the later one, so like if they played four ten in Melbourne, mm. like not in Melbourne here, but that's like seven ten in Melbourne, which yeah. is like relatively normal time, it would finish at seven o'clock here, and we could have the late night. And why, watch why six hours of footy want, in a row. Why did Adelaide want the show? No, I, I think on I a heard, Friday night. Oh, this would um, this would upset Nooch a lot. They moved. That game so that they could have a space on the Saturday for the AFLW final. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, okay. Okay, righto. Let's, we'll leave that one. Yeah. <laughs> so, we'll jump into some quick fan questions before we finish up. But... Um, a lot of Will Smith questions. There's a lot of Will Smith questions, so I'll just quickly brush over those. Well, Glenn Austin, who's a fan favourite of, of the show, always has something interesting to say. So he goes, will Kiari cop a slap off Will Smith if he gets a finger bang, Jada, <laughs> afterwards? Um, Do you have a thing for Jada? <sighs> no, because I couldn't let anyone slap me like that for that reason and not go after them. I wouldn't care if I got bashed. If I copped <laughs> it, like and my thing, violence is the last result, not being a hero here, but if I was just making a joke at a ceremony and some guy got up and slapped the piss out of me, I'm hitting him. <laughs> right there? I'm going after him. Like, you know, I'm not away. letting you slap me like that and I know it's not fake and letting you just walk off, which is probably detriment to so me as well. But So if hypothetically, who's a who's a an actor that you find a very attractive? Actress, sorry. An actress? Yeah. Let's go Kate Beckinsale. All right. So I don't know who Kate Beckinsale's husband is. If he said to you, "Yeah, can I slap you?" and you get to be with my absolutely. wife, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. So the answer to Glenn's question is: yeah, as long probably. as it's not Jada. No, it's not. <laughs> um, another person's wrote in: What would happen if someone slapped one of you boys like that? Well, I've already answered it, Rusi. So, if am I drunk? No, you're in the same situation. I'm as sober. That. You're presenting a reward. You crack a joke about someone. Same situation. Initially, I'd be shocked. I'll go, "What the fuck?" I wouldn't straight away run after him. Mm. If if it was like, oh, okay, it wasn't fake and wasn't put on, it was all that stuff. I I don't know. I don't think I would run after him because a slap it's insulting. But I don't. Do you do something in I'm the not break? Hurt by a slap? No, but do you do something during the break? Yeah, in the break. Yeah, in the break. Yeah, you go off yeah. and just fucking have if it. If I'm out. hosting and I'm, I'll wait for the break. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But if it's just real life, and someone just walks up to me and slaps me, I'm 
I'm probably going after <laughs> It's fucking on for no reason as well. Like, let's just say, okay, if if you hit someone, I think you have to be prepared for one to cop one back and B, get into a fight after that. Like, yeah. You can't just walk up and slap someone and, walk away. and just walk away and nothing happened to you. I just think that is, oh, fuck, that would. If you're, okay. You have to be a cuck. If you're, okay, let's just say hypothetically you're at an event, a marketing event. Mm-hmm. And you're presenting, and you're in pre- presenting mode. Yep. You've presented before. Mm-hmm. When you're in presenting mode, you're just in this zone where you know yeah. you're, you're trying to not get f- distracted by anything. If someone walked into that situation and slapped you like just bang like that, and then walked off, I don't think you'd just straight away run after them. <sighs> I don't think you would. Because like if I you, made you, an insult, you, you, yeah, you, you've got into that like that zone. It's like you you're trying not to get distracted by. It. I don't know if you would run. I don't think you would. I think I would bra- I think you would brace yourself a little bit more. Like you'd if someone shocked. was someone's walking up on like say that perfect situation there. If I know someone's coming, if I'm just presenting like digital, yeah, but marketing, you don't know what they're coming up for. But if he if I, if I like I, let's say I said something and he and it may offend a few people in the no, audience. No, but like let's say you didn't say anything to offend it. You could have just been, um, oh, you, then you, you might yeah. do shit to the environment. They don't like it, right? You, someone if it, that, okay, if no I see idea. a guy walking up to me and like he's just casually like Will Smith was pretty casual about it, and he slaps me, and he's still in striking distance after that. Like, Will Smith slapped him and pretty Chris, much was off. Chris, Chris Rock, Rock was just like, what the fuck? Chris Rock probably thought Will Smith was going to come up and do a bit. Like, do something funny. Yeah, I, oh, so, so did everybody, I think. Because that's probably why Chris Rock was laughing, like, smiling when he was walking up there. Because, like, is he going to do something funny? Um, no, I don't know. I wouldn't slap someone. What, what, what would have been even fucking funny if Will Smith got up and just go say sorry to her right now? <laughs> And didn't touch him, but and just made him apologise to apologize her. to my, <laughs> to my wife and wife. wife. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right, so Grozy goes. Do you guys think it was fake? Personally, me, I don't think it was fake at all. I'm still erring on side of fake, but, but I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I'm not married to it. Hodgie's asked, do any of you guys collect any cards we'll Pokemon? Save we'll save week. that for next week, mate, because uh, Domon wants to chime in on that conversation. Apparently he's busy. Carl Drake goes, Will Smith is a twat. You don't laugh at the joke, then do that. So, yeah, Chop, he did laugh. I reckon he was laughing till he saw his missile anywhere, and she probably – because the camera do goes you think off maybe him. he was putting on the laugh? Because you know how, like, yeah, just in playing the Oscars, along. like, just, the jokes, you have yeah, to, like, pretend to Just playing along, and then he's looked at his wife, and she is just gone, you better fucking – Yeah, she had a blank 1,000% because the camera goes off him, right, and it goes back to Chris Rock. Yeah. She has said something to him, you better fucking do something about that, and he's just gone, all right, fucking got up and done something. Still – Still, I just don't know. I can't get the fuck out of my head that you just snap into that mentality. It's crazy. If it was immediate, like if he said that and he just got up and went bang, I'd go, okay, real. I, but he sat there for a little bit and then and then, then walked up and contemplated what he was going to do because yeah. it wasn't. A, it's not like a short walk. He didn't walk two steps. He had to walk up the stairs to the middle of the stage. See, to me, I'm saying and something he's as I'm getting the whole up. time. What's he going to do? I'm saying something as I'm walking up there. I fucking apologise to my missus now. I'll, yeah. I'll be saying something before. I wouldn't just walk up there, blank face, and sl- scaff him. I'm See, saying something. I'm angry. He, if he slapped him, walked backstage, walked on backstage, walked back to his seat, and then said, keep my wife's name out of his mouth like that, like didn't say 
keep my effing wife's name. Like, yeah, really aggressive. If he said it like more of like, keep my wife's name out of your mouth, no one in the world would think it was real. Nah. I agree. I agree. They could have played that off. Chris Jock would have made another joke and just got on with it and just played it off. And then no one but would know the wiser. Because so angry about it is the only and reason twice. why people think it's real. But then he did win Best Actor. For Cameo Award. 100%. <laughs> so he is a very good actor. 100%. Um, last one that's sort of come in and something I think people want us to talk about was Roman Abramovich, the Chelsea owner, was, what they're saying, poisoned at the Ukrainian and Russian peace talks. <laughs> Quietly, what the fuck is he doing there in the first place? Well, he said he would broker peace talks between Ukraine and Russia. Okay, so he got so poisoned. I don't know where they met. Uh, they're meeting in Turkey right now. Okay. So I so presume it's there. I read a little bit about it. Apparently some Russian hardliners who want the war to keep going mm. didn't want these peace talks to eventuate, so they poisoned Abramovich... And other people, other Ukrainians. It's crazy. Now, he he's prof. Is he profiting from the war? I don't know what he does. He's oil. No, isn't he's oil he? and gas. Oil and gas. So, so he, uh, his oil's worth a lot. I don't know if he's able to sell it though at the moment. He can't do fuck all at the moment. I'm just sort of reading up on it. The health. So the health why would you poison yeah. someone unless? You want to, obviously, they want the war to keep going. If you're going to poison him, why wouldn't you poison him better? Because <laughs> all he had was uh, alleged symptoms was food were poisoning? suspected poisoning and negotiation. Uh, It'd be pretty sore hard. eyes or some shit? It'd be pretty hard to poison someone. Yeah, crazy how they even got to him. So if you're Abramovich, you've got to sell Chelsea, you've been poisoned, you can't get to your yacht. Mm. You're stuck in I don't know where he is in the moment. You're stuck there. He's in. He's sure. Well, now he'd be in Turkey. He's got all the billions in the world, but he can't do fuck all at the moment. Mm. He's having a rough time, Abramovich. Do you feel sorry for him? No, because he got his <laughs> money because of Putin. But now he wants. Unfortunately, what Mr. Putin's realizing now, I think, with all these money and all these people he made extremely wealthy, is they love that style of living, and they're not going <laughs> to give that up for Mr. Putin. So that's why they're trying to broker peace talks and the rest True. of the shit. So it'd be interesting to see how far that develops. But I know they're going through peace talks right now. Have you put your bid in for Chelsea yet, Chop? What's it going for? Three point two. I saw. Well, I don't know. Around three bill. That is fucking ludicrous. And he Dude. bought it for 120 mil. Well, and then he's pumped yeah. another two bill at least into it. Yeah, two but. Or three bill. But if you're a rich guy. Mm. I think you 100%. If you've you got three crack, billion, if, you, if you've got $15 billion, like so if someone worth, we know, I reckon if you buy worth fucking 10 bill, 7 bill, doesn't matter. Yeah. Because you're, you're not going to give them cash. You're going to fucking. Well, you're this, just right? not going to need to pump as much money as he did into it either because yeah. they're already established a big club. I think they're getting a new stadium already signed off and it's getting built. Well, they was they meant to, to pay be? for it because Bremich is not going to pay for it now. Uh, yeah, true. So that might get pushed so out and pay for it. it. What do you reckon that costs? That's another bill. A couple hundred mil? Or bill? That's a bill. Yeah, yeah, it's a bill. Easily. So, because Tottenham Stadium costs over a billion to build. Billion Australian? Optus Stadium costs over a billion to build. Was it? I thought it was six hundred fifty million. I think it was close to a bill. Last strategy. All right, so you, someone's got to buy this. All of it going to be rich. Do you reckon they're going to drop off now? What? Chelsea. 
Um, there's definitely going to be issues there. I mean, you don't go through something like this where you can't when you change sell tickets the to home games. Team and it's not a positive change because normally when teams change ownership, they go from a shit owner to a a, a good owner, right? Yeah. Abramovich was a good owner. Like Chelsea fans love him, and he delivered the club heaps of success. So they're not going from a good owner to a good owner. Like to no. They're not going from a shit owner to a good owner. They're going from a good owner. Chances are, might not be as good. They might actually, they might not be able to attract the same amount of players because, like, he had some. Pool. The owners may not pump as much uh, money into it. Even if they do pump money into it, it's not players were attracted money. to Chelsea because obviously where it is mm. in London, nice spot. But also, Abramovich has this fucking cachet. Looks after people, all that stuff. Yeah, the owners have to build that. Like, they have to actually... You don't just click and it happens. Yeah, I agree. I reckon Chelsea's... They're going to lose a few players. They're not going to be able to sign a couple because they're going to miss out. Because if, if, if you're a top player... You're not going. And man. you have your choice, you probably go, oh, I probably won't go to Chelsea at the moment because it's, it's a bit up in the air. 100%. Even with the new owner, I don't know what we're going to get or that. And that little bit of a difference could mean the difference between... Premier League titles and just sneaking into fourth and third. Oh, shit. I 100% agree. (laughs) Thanks, guys. Please subscribe. Rest up, Loshi. Listening to Any Given Take. Follow the boys on Instagram and Twitter at Any Given Take. Be careful in your highest moments. That's when the devil comes for you.